Yo, what up, everybody? This is Joey Two Wallets. Just wanted to fill everybody in on uh, what I'm thinking and what I really want to talk about. Small little segment about the Houston Rockets real quick. I wouldn't say that I was skeptical of Russell Westbrook and Harden working together again because I really wasn't. I was just wondering not how they shared the ball because they both pass efficiently. So I was more curious as to whether or not Mike D'Antoni was going to be able to be the one to coach both of them. That was my concern. So they look so good to me. I honestly feel bad for the Lakers because I really feel like that the athleticism between Russell Westbrook and Harden's ground game is what really what you can call it because it's not a high flyer. The athleticism of Russell Westbrook and and like I said, the ground game of James Harden, I really, really feel. And then you got Click Capella. And the other night, I saw James Harden pass it to Russell. Russell drive down the court, and Capella ran down the floor with him. He's never had anybody like Clint Capella play on his team. Okay? Clint Capella is a very, very confident basketball player. And I think he's going to be leaps and bounds I'll talk about the next part right now I want to stick to Russell Westbrook Russell Westbrook is still I don't care what anybody says about him the triple doubles whatever the efficient shooting I could care less I was a guy who loved Allen Iverson and Kobe Bryant so I can get over that you know why because the dude hustles and everybody got to stop knocking Russell Westbrook for the triple doubles. He's the only person in history that's going to get knocked for production. People get fired for lack of production. You guys are hating on him for production. Anyway, that's what I'm be talking about in three segments. I'm going to start with Clint Capella. I'm going to hit up on James Harden. And then I'm going to end with Russell Westbrook. That's just how I feel. Um... So right now, I'm going to take a little quick second, and I'm going to dive right into, uh, I'll start with Clint Capella, all right? Hey, y'all. I'm back. Here to talk about Clint, starting with Clint. I just want to say that I like the energy and the seemingly confidence that Clint Capella plays with. Now, me and my brother, we talked about it on our show earlier. We were talking just about how much we really... No, he was talking about the difference between Steven Adams and uh, Clint Capella. And I like the fit 
Steven Adams needs the ball in his hand more than Clint Capella does. I feel like Clint Capella, I don't know if he's as good as defender, but I know he's a good post defender. I know he's a better post defender. I believe that he's a better rebounder. I believe he's a little bit more athletic than Steven Adams. I think he's just a better fit with Harden and Westbrook. If you had two more dudes like that, and then you put it together with them two, like there's nothing you can really stop really with them. That would be the most athletic team in the league. They might. That right now, you still. I mean, depending on who else is on the bench, I'm not. I'm not saying I look at their roster, but just look at their starting lineup. If you just say two dudes, that's one of the top ten most athletic starting fives in the league. When you're talking about Russell Westbrook and Clint Capella. But anyway, we all know Clint Capella could develop a mid range, which I don't think he needs. I think he just needs to do what he's been doing. Play defense, rebound, get a, at least two or three putbacks a game. Me, it's all about offensive rebounding. The differences between offensive and defensive rebounding for me is monumental. Because when you're catching a defensive rebound, you're starting the next possession. If you get an offensive rebound, you just gained another possession for your team, which is why I feel it's better to be a more efficient offensive rebounder than it is to worry about defensive rebounds. Now, if you're a point guard and you get defensive rebounds, this is a good thing because you get to start the momentum off of that particular possession, which means you're going to have a better chance and a more efficient chance of scoring because you're going to have a better chance. If Russell Westbrook defensive rebounds the ball, runs up the court, and starts to set the play, the defense might not have a chance to set up, and that's the difference is really between, I believe, when I watch, the difference between fast break teams and teams that, uh, and teams that don't fast break all the time. Some teams like to slow things down, set up, make sure everything's straight and play the game. Some teams can float it real quickly where they can just bam, 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 and everything be good. When you have Russell Westbrook, you have this ability for him to defensive rebound and set up the offense at the same time within three seconds. If you notice, he doesn't walk up the floor a lot. He runs up the floor all the time after his defense rebounds because he's quick to set up. He wants to catch the defense off guard. This is why this dude is killing people when they're in the paint because he gets there before you do. His hustle is better than yours. So... This is why Clint Capella is going to be monumental because I saw it the other day. Russell Westbrook got a rebound. And then Clint Capella ran the floor with him. And either one of them could have got the easy bucket. But Russell dumped, it, dumped the assist to him. And Clint got the easy bucket. There was three Rockets up, up the side of the floor. You know what I'm saying? So this is the reason why I like Clint Capella. Because he's going to fit with Russ. Call me crazy. He's going to fit better with Russ and Harden better than Durant and Harden did. Because one, he's not going to demand the ball. Two, he's going to play better perimeter defense than Kevin Durant did back in the day. And now that they've gained experience and they know what they want, now you can bring Clint Capella along as opposed to kind of, you know, trying to figure out who's leading the team between Russ and Kevin Durant. 
you clearly know that James Harden is the scorer of this team. I think the pure leader of the team is Russell Westbrook, and then you got Clint Capella, who's your number, who's your general. So you already know where the fit is going to be for all three. But man, when you put Clint Capella in that spot in between those two, this might be a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Beautiful. Like, I, I really, really feel like I'm going to enjoy the season. I, like, can't wait. I'm about to get Disney Plus. I'm about to watch ESPN. Uh, plus, I'm about to watch more basketball on Hulu. Man, I don't care. I'm about to find a way to watch more games. All right, man. Let's move on to James Harden, all right, y'all? Let me take another quick break. I was just a little girl. Hey y'all! All right, like I, like I was saying in the in the first uh, in the first part of this, I well, not in the first part. Okay, what I was saying, what I meant by the first part is, me and my boy, we did an episode today. Sports Daddy TV presents the Coastal Bros. Check it out on YouTube. Um. We did that episode yesterday. We did another episode today. There's going to be a podcast, so that's going to drop. Yesterday, we talked about football. Today, we talked about basketball, and I'm just continuing that Houston Rockets talk. Right now, I want to talk about James Harden real quick. So, I just talked about Russ and why rebounding is so important. I'm sorry. I just talked about Clint Capella and why rebounding is so important to Russell Westbrook and Clint Capella as a tandem. So, what I'm going to add is now the third part of that triangle. And this is truly, for real, a big three to me. Because you got three people, they all do three different things, and they all got the same goal, and it's obvious. To me, the two hungriest-looking teams in the league right now is Miami and Houston two hungriest looking teams in the league. So, just to add on top of that, now I want to talk about James Harden straight up. I have a love-hate relationship with James Harden because I saw him play at Arizona State. I was a big fan then. And then when I saw him get drafted to the Thunder, I was confused because I didn't feel that they needed him. And then the way they used him, man, they, they created a monster there. He was able to develop without any without any distraction because it was all about Russ and it was all about Kevin Durant. So he went under the radar for the first couple of years and then he popped up as a sixth man and just oh man oh man and the rest is history. Now he's one of the most efficient scorers we've ever seen. I think the reason why I have a love-hate relationship is because I can't place him in the top five players in the NBA. Because I don't feel like he affects the defense of South Florida. And I'm one of those people for years. Two-way basketball is what wins titles. I don't care what anybody says. Well, oh, this, no, that, no, this, no, that. The players that 
I watched my whole life all had a defensive mindset. Tim Hardaway, Alonzo Mourning, Dwayne Wade. I, I could really keep going Eddie Jones. I mean, there, there was a bunch of guys that I watched growing up that were all defensive minded. And like I said, that's just, I just brought those guys because they were the first to pop in my mind. I'm a Miami Heat fan. So, I mean, P.J. Brown. I mean, y'all don't know about that name. You guys are sleeping. Anyway. James Harden is by far one of the most efficient scorers I've ever seen. So, that being said, I'm not hating on James Harden. I just can't, I, I in, in my heart, I can't embrace him like I do a Kobe Bryant, a D-Wade, a Michael Jordan. And notice I left LeBron James out of that because half of his career he played defense. And the other half, he decided he was too good to play defense. Um, all right, to keep it 100, I'm just getting to work. I'm going to finish this episode as soon as I get out of work. Now I'm going to post it probably Monday morning and just shoot them all out. Bam, bam, bam. I'm, I'm going to see if I can do about four or five over the weekend. Schedule them all to come out on Monday morning. But the next and last person I'll be talking about is how much mad respect I got for Russell Westbrook. I think I've talked about him in every segment so far. So, that, and that's just the way I'm going to keep it. So, uh, you guys, I will holla back at y'all soon. Real soon. All right. Hey, you guys. Welcome back. All right, this episode got out a lot later than I wanted it to, but I'm still going to crank it out. Um, Happy Thanksgiving for everybody who's going to listen to this on Thanksgiving. Uh, Man, uh, let's see. I talked about Russell Westbrook, talked about James Harden. I really want to talk about the unknown, the unknown third piece in this tripod and that's Clint Capella Clint Capella is is just for me look one of my favorite players of all time to watch was Dennis Rodman because the use of shoulder play in rebounding there was Jay Williams for the Nets back in the day there was Dennis Rodman Dwight Howard knew how to use his shoulders and how to rebound his upper torso and how to rebound. Um, those three guys, I I hadn't seen anybody rebound that way. And then I started paying attention to Clint Capella, uh, not on the alley-oops and everything that pretty much he was getting. It's the way he uses his upper body and not just his upper body. When you notice the stance in which he takes before he grabs a rebound is just like a linebacker before that burst, that speed burst when you hit that edge. There is something different about Clint Capella. Kenneth Fareed had it, but he doesn't have the upper body skill. He has the lower body skill, and he's a good rebounder. 
I just have a feeling that there's some greatness in Clint Capella. I don't know if he'll ever be a good scorer. He's an okay free throw shooter. There's something... There's some greatness in Clint Capella. I see why he held out. I thought he was just being a diva and a, and a prisoner of the moment, so I started paying a little more attention. Sorry, I'm not exactly all there right now, feeling like crap. But uh, still got to get out this episode. And, um, <laughs> man. There is some, if you guys don't believe me, just watch Clint Capella. He can run the floor. He plays perimeter defense, something that all centers don't do. Um, and something that Dwight Howard needs to start doing. Uh, I still think Dwight Howard is one of the greatest centers of all time. If you talk to my co-host of the show, he's not a big Dwight fan. He calls him soft. No, let me it. He calls him soft. I don't know very many rebound champions, defensive player of the year, multiple time. Uh, Single-handedly, mind you, took the Magic through the East and LeBron to get to the finals just to get beat. But, again, I'm not even going to bring up no stats. Just do me a favor. Watch Clint Capella. That dude is a monster. And he doesn't even have a monster's frame. Man. Alright, that's it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Um, Let's see. I will be posting this the day after Thanksgiving. So again, guys, thank you for listening. And again, you know, just to end this off. This isn't a love letter to the Houston Rockets, but this is... I'm going to be honest. I loved James Harden in college. I didn't know anything about Clint Capella when he came out. And Russell Westbrook in college, I loved. I loved him at OKC. I love him now. So my love letter to the Houston Rockets here is more so my love letter to, you know, to Russell Westbrook. Meaning love is I love the way that dude plays basketball. Thank you guys for listening. Have a blessed, blessed Thanksgiving. Uh, I got a little caught up, but I am going to be cranking out more episodes. Uh, Stay tuned. And let me go ahead and break up out your phone or your radio station or whatever you listen to me on. Let me break up out.